Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader, where I sit down and we talk about Bible stuff and how to become better men, husbands, fathers, all the good things. We are in the book of Proverbs today, chapter 17, verse 17, and then chapter 18, verses 19 and 24. The book of Proverbs jumps around a lot, so to get more than one verse all on the same topic, you gotta jump around with it. So here we go. First up, 1717, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Then 1819, a brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a citadel. And 24, a man of too many friends comes to ruined. Comes to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Alright, what jumps out? Uh, first off, to bear in mind too, the book of Proverbs, while really good, God-endorsed wisdom is still just wisdom. So it's true in broad strokes as generalities. Uh, you got to understand the Bible, where the Bible's coming from. You can't just take the words as you want them and run with it. So, just throwing that out there. Sorry, closing up my back windows. The Just throwing that out there. Keep that in mind when you're reading Proverbs. It's good advice. It's really, really good advice, but it's also still just advice. Alright. So, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Uh, I definitely have to say this seems to me more like uh, defining what a friend is. Like, uh, a friend is somebody who's there with you through the good times and bad. If they're not, they're not a friend. Friend loves at all times. So a fair weather friend isn't a friend. And a uh, brother is born for adversity. Uh, for, for those who have family, there's this... Uh, the way things are in my family has always been one of we basically never call each other unless something is on fire. And occasionally we do send out obligatory calls, uh, you know, make you make sure they're not dead, and that's about it. And at a moment's notice, if my brother or my sister showed up on my doorstep, whatever they need, um, you know, my home's open to them. Uh, we'll help them out, get them back on their feet, you know, do do what we can for them. Uh, and I I would anticipate the same is for me that they would give of whatever they had if I had showed up on the doorstep in need on a dark rainy night. Um, you know, they let me in and bent over backwards trying to help me out because that's all the rest of the time. Nah. Uh, we intermittently, especially as kids, just fall like cats and dogs all the time. Uh, and then as adults, basically never call each other unless somebody is in like some actual life crisis. And uh, just, yeah, we're fine. Yeah. I know they're out there. They're okay. Good deal. And so that's, I, I don't know, I can see this kind of describing that, that idea that, that familial relationships are, are there for hard times. Uh, and uh, I always treat my friends the way I would also treat my, uh, my siblings and that 
well, now as an adult, anyway, not like fighting all the time, but rather the, you know, if one of my old friends from college showed up on my doorstep tonight in the pouring rain and needed help, I'd give him help. Um, you know, maybe if I didn't know where they were at in life, I might keep him at, yeah, I'd invite him inside the house, but at arm's distance for a little while, wouldn't let the kids, you know, jump all over and say hi at first to figure out where things are, but, you know, assuming everything was on the up and up, yeah, we're golden. Um, and so that's, I see this as making a statement that that's what friendship should be. Once again, with Proverbs, this, you don't really have a lot of context. Uh, you just got to take the words as they are and apply a little bit of common sense and that's the way things seem to go. And it seems to fit. And we jump down to 1819. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of the citadel. Uh, no, I was thinking down 24. There we go. 24. A man of too many friends comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Um, so yeah, if you have just tons of friends, uh... Maybe you don't have that many friends, actual friends. And uh, at that point, it's just a matter of too many people with their hands out. Or when you finally do have a life crisis and you go to your friends for help, you find out that none of them really are friends. But you don't find that out until you're actually in need of help. And uh, by then, it's, it's, almost, it's a little too late. Um, and then to contrast that, because the whole of Proverbs is all about uh, compare and contrast, or a uh, it, it shows something and then it doubles down on the same concept. It, it does one of those two things all the way through the book. Like, uh, it was just a random thing. He who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. It didn't do a contrast in the second half, but it doubled down on the, the original premise. So you'll get, you'll get one of those two things anytime you read uh, Proverbs, uh, each verse almost entirely is going to be two, two statements that relate and you'll have one statement and then the second one where he doubles down on the same idea, or there's one statement and then the second one draws a contrast. Like the lazy guy does this, but the hardworking guy does this, or the rich guy does that, but the poor guy does that, but the wise, but the foolish. So you get them compare or, you know, wise man seeks wisdom and he always accepts a reproof or something. I, uh, it's not a verse that I'm aware of. It might be, but not intentionally. So, uh, friends are important. Actual friends are very important. Uh, everything else is a waste. Uh, 19, there we go, right. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Sorry, because I'm having to jump back between different verses in uh, the page, I, have, I keep losing my spot every time I look up. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a citadel. Once again, one that doubles down on the same premise. Uh, brother offended. When you've got family feuds and fights, they last. You get in a fight, or an argument with one of your friends, and either you guys aren't friends anymore, if it's real bad, or it's, uh, you guys are back on the same page relatively quickly when you go, oh, I didn't understand, oh, I'm sorry, Mom, me too, but when it's like a brother, or a mom, or a dad, and you guys have beef, it's, you might, it'd be resolved quickly if you got it done this decade. 
those those are always seem to be the ones that last and last and last. I've been blessed. I have relatively sane parents and uh, reasonably sane siblings, and none of us have had just those serial beefs where, oh, no, I'm not talking to him. He can come apologize to me if he wants to talk. That's, that's too, life's too short to waste time with that. But a lot of people do. And if you've genuinely wronged someone who is a member of your family, you might wind up in the same uh, similar position where you're going to have to be the first to reach out. And uh, it's going to take a long time to rebuild that trust back if you broke trust. It's harder to be one than a strong city. And the contentions between you are going to be like the bars of a citadel. Even if they're willing to talk to you, there's always going to be that elephant in the room, that, that subtext of whatever it is you did wrong to them or that you blame them for doing to you and they're mad that you blame them and you're mad and everybody's mad. But you can sit down over Thanksgiving and all of that stuff's boiling under the surface and you're not going to be able... To, it's, it's going to take a while to knock down those walls to... To, to rebuild those relationships. So it's it almost seems like as close as you are with somebody, that's how badly you can rupture that relationship. Uh, which makes sense, though, because that's really what relationships are, is you allow somebody in a position where they can hurt you really badly if they wanted to, uh, because you trust them. And in continuing to trust them, and they continue to prove trustworthy, everything works out fine. But the moment they defy that trust, that's when... They hurt you as bad as you have allowed them to get close to you. So then, then there's the fallout where you've got to be the first to forgive and make the first move. You can't assume and just, I'm going to hold a grudge and get angry. The, the best phrase I've heard about holding grudges is holding a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Uh, the anger festers inside of you. Jesus says very clearly, how you forgive, that's the way you're going to be forgiven. That's in the New Testament somewhere. Google it. You'll find it. And that's that's pretty important. If you want Jesus to hold a grudge against you, then definitely, yeah, hold grudges against people. That's, that's totally okay. It'll, it'll work out about how you think it will. Um, but in off, being the first to offer forgiveness... Uh, it doesn't guarantee the relationship's going to be repaired. Even if they say they accept your apology, they might still have an issue with you. You can't control that. And um, once again, the Proverbs aren't saying that that's a good or bad or justified. They're just calling a spade a spade. A lot of them are just articulating human nature. Um, so that it's, it's, it's just saying a truism, right? The... A brother offended is harder to be one than a strong city. Just is. It's like saying the sky's blue. Uh, if you have somebody who's very close to you and you betray that trust, good luck trying to win it back. Good luck trying to repair, repair the relationship to the way it was before before you broke trust. That's rough. Um, so, that's all I got. Um, oh, wait, I didn't even go through any other questions. And... Just kind of rambled, but I rambled through most of the questions. So, what does this change for us right now? You need to go out and apologize to someone, probably in all likelihood. And if you don't, then find somebody you probably have to forgive because 
in all likelihood you do. And if you don't have either of those, sit back, kick your feet up, and be grateful that you don't have either of those, but take another second thing again, because you, you might have at least one of either. And uh, this one of the questions I skipped, go ahead and answer down in the comment below. I'd like to see in one sentence, what is brotherhood? What does it mean for someone to be a brother? See if you can boil that down to one concise sentence that gives you actionable information. It gives you something you can actually do with that thing. All right. That's all I got for you today. I will see you next time. Godspeed.